Welcome to True News 365. Check out truenews365.com for more podcasts, videos, blogs, and commentary from a Christian and biblical worldview perspective. All right, this is uh, True News 365, and I, uh, I want to bring to you today the subject of Christian nationalism. Christian nationalism, it's a hot topic, very trending. You're not going to be able to escape it. It's going to be under your bed. It's going to be staring at you when you look out the window. <laughs> it's, it's a really hot topic. I, I basically what I've done is I've said to myself, okay, this is a, a, a I'm going to have to um, talk about this um, one way or another, but I'm not fully there because I'm still researching it. And, and um, I don't feel guilty because a lot of people are struggling with this. A lot of people are trying to speak on it and be as objective as possible. Uh, I'm just coming out honestly and I'm saying, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to tackle this as far as I, I think I know about what's going on and what it is all about and how we should speak out about this. But I do know that it's definitely something that's important for Christians to be talking about. Okay. Um, so this is going to be a brainstorm on the very trending topic of Christian nationalism. Okay. And since I'm very concerned about this and, and we all should be, I'm going to try and gather my thoughts on this, even at the risk of just putting them out there. <laughs> Okay, um, the case for Christian nationalism is the podcast. Okay, and so uh, I jotted down a few questions to ask myself uh, as I try to understand this important issue and present this conversation to other Christians, because we do need to be talking about these things as Christians. Uh, and uh, one question I, I've asked myself: Am I, or can I, call myself a Christian nationalist? Okay. Also, can our nation ever be more of a Christian nation than right after the U.S. Constitution, whereby its laws were influenced by biblical Christianity? Okay. Another question is, is Christian nationalism majorly a product of long-term and eschatological Christian view of, of a post-mill, post-millennial view Christian view is that primarily what it is another question I wrote down is are we not able to follow through with Christian nationalism due to the establishment clause in the First Amendment which states Congress shall make no law respecting and establishing of religion within the government except one religion over another okay because that's what it is is this what Christian nationalism is declaring? That Christianity is our national identification? How will this conflict with other denominations, religions, secularists? How, or rather, is, um, are we a Christian nation? What, what are we calling our nation? Okay, is that what we're calling our nation, a Christian nation? Were, were we are we a Christian nation were we a Christian nation at what point were we or are we saying that 
this is a job for the Holy Spirit, which will change the face of the nation because of our work and obedience to the Holy Spirit. And the result will be Christian nationalism. Okay. So then if this is the case, then it's primarily a spiritual movement, which influences our actions. If that's what Christian nationalism is, then I'm all in. At least I think I'm all in because I believe in being highly active in government, taking government seats and the like in order to address and influence Christ in my community. Okay. I see no problem with that. I did a, uh, a podcast on the law, uh, on God's law and Christianity. Okay. Um, but just because a Supreme Court justice once called the U.S. a Christian nation doesn't mean it, it actually is one. Because it's just an opinion. Many, many, many Supreme Court um, justices uh, have stated things and decided on things that were in fact wrong and actually immoral in the past. And uh, Supreme Court judges aren't supposed to create laws only interpret standing laws. Okay, so, so Christian cultural norms have been established and influence, which then establishes law. And although Christianity is diminishing today in the Western world, it can revive again by God's grace if we carry along uh, while people themselves sustain uh, these... Um, standards by teaching their children on through the next generation of Americans. If it's an issue of getting involved and seeing God's work, then I get it and I'm all in. However, if Christian nationalism is something else, then I'm still confused because there's no neutrality either with individuals or within groups of people or nations, right? I don't see or want to see the reality of a nation apart from God as a Christian. I don't see that. I see individuals and groups of people and the, which make up the nation as a whole um, necessitating being under God's rule in the conscience, in the heart. It's either going to be a nation run as a kingdom or a nation run as secular with Christian influence, which is what we have now. Either way, it'll take God's grace to grow it and to keep it. Because we see what people do with laws. We've seen that while we have laws now, they're not being applied. They're being muddled and diminished. And that's what we saw in the Old Testament, even with the law of God, much less something half holy like the U.S. Constitution. Okay. Meaning if it's an influence, if it's influence and tainted by Christian values, then it's not pure. That's what I mean by that. Uh, there's no evidence to suggest that Christian nationalism needs to only be a creation here in the United States, but also in other nations who want to establish their laws based exclusively on biblical law or the morality or moral code uh, that is biblical. It doesn't have to be 
a white thing, as the woke have suggested. We know that the nations will come to Christ and bow the knee, as the Bible states. But what will that look like? How is this going to happen? We see this in Matthew 28, Romans 1, 16, Psalm 2, Genesis 49, 10. We see it also in 1 Corinthians 15. Christ is ruling now and reigning now and bringing all enemies under his feet. Indeed, all evil, sin, lawlessness, etc. The last enemy, the Bible says, is death, when death will be swallowed up in victory. But is it before the eternal state that God will do away with evil or after? <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I'm millennial, so I believe as soon as the Lord comes back, it's a wrap. Evil within all nations will be done away with. But where does it say that it'll be every single member of all the nations as many post-millers post believe? It doesn't, at least I don't think so. What we see is that God deals with a remnant, not just from the children of Israel, but also with regard to the nations, because we know that not everyone will believe, not everyone will be saved. Only universalists believe everyone will be saved in the end. So is it universalist to think that whole nations will be saved in the end? <clears throat> in the eternal state, there won't be distinctions with regard to Jew or Gentile, nor man, woman, etc. Whatever is left of the nations will be a remnant of those that are his, which are the saved saints. Right before the parousia, the return of Christ, will there be peace or rebellion? What will it look like on earth in a theonomic scenario of other nations today? So I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to come back with this, but first we need to take a little break and we'll pick up where we left off. Okay. Thank you. All right. Where were we? Okay. Let's see. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What would... What will it would it look like on earth in a theonomic scenario of other nations today? Right now what we see is a takeover of nations, but saints growing despite the fact that they're second class citizens, they're per persecuted and marginalized in various nations around the world. If they're conquering, it doesn't look like a sex like success and prosperity like we've seen in our materialistic heyday but spiritual prosperity and this spiritual prosperity has been going on since the first century since christ we have not seen christian nationalism or the theonomy in any other nation in history unless we're going to count every act of moral evolution that happens while there are other acts of immorality still going on isn't that what we see? Kind of like an ebbing and flowing of morality through time. We get it right on one hand while there's corruption on the other or some other type of corruption. In other words, how do we know we've arrived where we want to be? Or perhaps it's not about arriving, but it's about the travel to get to an improved destination. 
is that what it is? Okay, is that is that the goal? The closest we've seen Christian nationalism at work is how Christianity has influenced the Western world for the sake of progress, from paganism to Christian values, in the development of hospitals, universities, libraries, caring for the poor, ending ending slavery in the West, decreasing poverty and material and medical and scientific advancements. <clears throat> I consider all that as Christian influence, and thus it's part of Christian nationalism. But even at the inception of our constitutional system, there has never been an end to rebellion against those very Christian and moral values that were founded in our laws. There has always been secularism, enemies against freedom, enemies against uh, uh, the government, uh, there's always been secret societies from even before the Constitution. If you look at history, uh, that was in the in, in uh, what well, what was it? And Benjamin Franklin, when he said he told someone uh, after drafting the Constitution, "What have you given us, sir?" He res uh, he responded, a, "A republic, man. If you can keep it." Okay. Newsflash: In 2023, folks, we're not keeping it very well. Okay, minds and hearts have always wanted life and, 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 and our nation to go another route, okay? They've always have been around and are around today and in control of our nation today, okay? The globalists are in control of our nation today. The banks, a lot of these people that fought to c gain control are under control, Sadly, while we believe that our, nation, our, our constitution was influenced by Christian principles, because our God is not named, it can be argued that our nation was founded at least partly on the myth of neutrality. I'm sorry, but that's what I'm truly beginning to believe. Sure, there are a lot of biblical quotes and christian influence language, but the constitution itself is neutral from a scale which weighs Christ against secularism, um, it's not Christian enough, in my opinion. While many of the founders held seminary degrees and were Christians, others highly influential were deists, secularists, and subscribed to natural law. Honestly, what the hell is natural law? I admit, I can't argue too much for this right now, but is that concept of not natural law found in Scripture? Is, is that the law of the conscience we see in those who don't know God? <clears throat> is is that it Romans 2:15 Is that good enough when we're speaking of Christian nationalism Perhaps yes perhaps no I don't know I'm just thinking out loud as I ponder all this stuff I'm just thinking out loud because again my thinking on this just when you thought you were right at, at a conclusion with this subject it seems like there's something else you might not have considered while others just might look at this as hell no christian nationalism is wrong it's anti-christian and others are like it's simple theonomy simply means god's law if you're christian you should you should be for god's law <clears throat> okay please stand by okay so so obviously i expect my thinking on this to evolve and change but as christians we know that the wokesters are slapping this christian nationalism phrase on us 
to make us seem extreme. Because of that, I'd rather direct the conversation to simply being called Christian American. Why haven't they thought of that? That there is a better phrase. It's exactly right. It's politically correct even. Rather than take on words that the world already spiritually hates and assist on tagging us with that, that phrase, which has a lot of dirty laundry and baggage. But until we can all agree to direct that more popular, uh, rather proper title of what, 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 what I see, we should do what many leaders have instructed us to do, and that is to respond with, what do you mean by Christian nationalism? And let them define their terms first. I think that's pretty safe. God willing, I'll try to get back to this, listening and reading to see what others are saying on this, but we're stuck between two or more thoughts and orientations. Are we supposed to fight for a cause found upon a sinking ship, or are we to advance forward for the sake of our grandchildren? I tend to agree. I, I tend to agree with the latter. I've done a recent po uh, podcast concerning God's law and government. And if, if it is to be Christian, if what, what it is to be Christian nationalism means that we're riding the wave of God's power and providence, despite not being a theocracy and despite being surrounded by secularists and false religions, then so be it. I'm in and God's will on earth be done as it is in heaven, period. I don't quite see all nations bowing their knee to Christ as being all members of all nations, but the many who come and grow in Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit, uh, that's what, what really is the goal, I think, right? Uh, so that's pretty much it. Uh, it this was uh, basically a brainstorm on trying to encapsulate this uh, Christian nationalism issue that's trending and everyone's talking about it. And we all need to respond to this. We all need to consider what this is all about because we see what's going on in the culture and um, we kind of have to uh, uh, consider what is the next move or what should we be working on uh, and how involved we should be. And it is a, 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 along the lines of the conversation of how active we need to be within our government, in our laws, within our school boards, within our... If we do have school boards, personally, I think we should be involved. Thanks for listening. If you want to continue the conversation and have some good insight on Christian nationalism, hit me up, leave me a message, a comment, and I might feature it on the next episode on Christian nationalism. But indeed, seize the day and the nations for Jesus Christ. God bless you. Take care.